Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 83. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today, and every single day, guys, welcome back. Uh, Welcome if you're new here. I hope everybody had a really awesome new year and that you're feeling recharged and ready uh, to tackle the rest of the month of January. Things have been pretty crazy. Um, especially around the holidays. I don't know if anybody else had family members that were dealing with traveling issues, but uh, my brother was trying to fly home for the holidays and he was stuck in the airport for 14 hours and actually didn't even make his flight, which was really upsetting. And he wound up not making it home for Christmas. Everybody was devastated. I was devastated. I was so excited to see him. But long story short, he did make it home for New Year's. So thank goodness. Um, yeah, traveling around the holidays was absolutely insane. But nonetheless, I'm very excited that, you know, we were able to spend time and the family was able to be together. So I certainly hope that everybody enjoyed their holiday season, that everybody's feeling healthy and rejuvenated and ready to tackle this new year. You guys know I'm not a fan of resolutions and I don't encourage resolutions at all. So, um, We're not going to be talking about that today. I did talk about that a little bit in my last episode, though. If you guys want to go check it out at the beginning of the episode, I talk about that. But what we're going to be talking about today is manifesting for beginners, because I know a lot of people out there are maybe interested in manifesting. Maybe you've heard me talk about it before and you kind of want to incorporate it into your routine in the new year here. And I know that it can be kind of like a heady topic and there's so many different sources of information on the internet regarding manifesting. And so it's kind of hard to determine what is sound advice, what's not, what are you supposed to do? So that is what I am trying to do here for you today is uh, break down manifesting for you. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into it, guys. I want to say something before I talk about this uh, fully in depth. Like I mentioned earlier, there's so much advice that floats around on the internet, specifically TikTok that I've seen of people talking about manifesting and different methods that they've used, different things that work. And I guess I should just start with like the definition of, of what it is before I get into my criticism of what a lot of shitty advice is out there uh, regarding manifesting. So fasten your seatbelts, get a snack, get a beverage. Uh, If you're driving, if you're commuting, like tune out the world, tune in because we are going to totally dive into it. This is your year to finally learn how to manifest. And this is, uh, this is going to be your beginner's guide, like manifesting for dummies of what exactly it is and easy ways that you can use it in your life. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. So basic idea, right? What is manifesting? If I had to give a nutshell summary of what manifesting is, I would say it's the premise that thoughts become things and that everything is energy, frequency, and vibration. I use that quote a lot. That's a quote from Nikola Tesla, which if you're not familiar with, he was an absolutely brilliant mind. There's so much uh, that Tesla has found with his you know, research and his experiments, Einstein, um, quantum physics, you know, a lot of stuff points to this. And again, I'll go back to that notion of everything is energy, frequency, and vibration. That is the overarching definition, okay, of like what manifesting is and what it means for you. And I also mentioned earlier that thoughts become things, but it goes a lot deeper than that. It's more so the energy that you're feeling. So if you think of yourself, this is the easiest way I could try to like visually explain this to someone. If you think of yourself as a magnet, and let's say you're putting out the frequency of guilt, shame, fear, anxiety, that is the frequency that you're at. Like a magnet, you're going to attract anything that matches that frequency. So I know opposites attract with magnets, but just think of it as as an example here. 
whatever you're predominantly feeling and whatever set point you are at predominantly is what you're going to continue to be calling into your life. And whatever you focus your energy on, you're going to continue to call into your experience. So like I said, if you're predominantly feeling those emotions of shame and guilt and anxiety, that's what your mindset is wired to continue to seek out in the world around you. You're going to continue to attract those experiences to you. And there's a lot of science behind this. It's not just woo-woo stuff. That's something I want to clarify from the start is that I think sometimes manifesting gets a bad rap because people think it's witchcraft or they think it's just a bunch of woo-woo nonsense, but it's really not. Like I said, if you look at the science, quantum physics points to it. Um, You know, there's so much that points to it. There's even something in the brain that's called the reticular activating system where you will continue to seek out things and patterns Uh, that are familiar to you and that you're focusing your attention on. So for example, play this like exercise at home as, as you're listening to this or as you're watching this. Scan whatever room you're in, look for anything that is red. Once you've done that, you're gonna go ahead and look for anything that's gray, let's say. Then you've done that, you're like, okay, I see a bunch of gray things. Now look for anything that has a square in it. That's the part of your brain that you're activating when you're seeking out those things that you're looking for. So the same principle applies to manifesting, right? It's like whatever you're predominantly thinking about, you're subconsciously seeking and you're going to continue to find. So if you have a limiting belief, for example, of saying, oh, you know, I always get cheated on when I'm in a relationship or I always attract bad partners. I never recommend talking to yourself like that, by the way. Um, you will continue to attract people that affirm that narrative to you and that affirm that reality to you because that's what you have led yourself to believe is true. Now, if that seems like it's a little heady to grasp and to conceptualize, uh, it's okay. I want you to hang in here. I want you to kind of just sit with what I'm saying, let it sort of marinate and really think about what I'm saying here. So that kind of goes into two categories, right? Of like the scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. So we're going to talk about the scarcity mindset first. So someone that's in a scarcity mindset is somebody who is predominantly focusing their energy and their attention on the lack in their life. So if you're living from a scarcity mindset, for example, you would be somebody who is predominantly focusing on being in debt uh, is a great example. Like I said, in the relationship example, if you always have, or if you've had a past pattern of people cheating on you, then you're going to continue to focus on the narrative of, I find it hard to find love. People who I get in relationships with will cheat on me, et cetera, et cetera. Scarcity mindset can trickle into a lot of different areas of your life, and it can lead you more often than not to continue to attract those kinds of experiences to you, which is why you wanna be really careful with what you're putting out there and even how you speak to yourself. So that's the scarcity mindset, right? It's those I am affirmations, those two powerful words. It's like whatever you're connecting to I am is creating your reality. If you're saying I am in debt, I am bad at attracting a good romantic partner, then guess what? You're going to continue to find those experiences because you believe with every fiber of your being and you're feeling so much emotion behind what you're saying that you're just going to continue to attract that into your life. So that's kind of what a scarcity mindset is. And if you're new to manifesting and even the law of attraction, this might be a mindset that you find yourself in right now. I know for me, before I discovered the law of attraction and manifesting all the way back in 2013, that was the mindset I was in. I was very angry. I was super reactionary, saw myself as a victim. And as I continued to grow on my spiritual journey, I learned the importance of stepping out of the scarcity mindset and into the abundance mindset, which is what uh, we're going to go into next. And that's kind of 
going to take us into a more in-depth explanation and uh, demonstration of how you can use manifesting in your life. So we've been over that scarcity mindset, right? You know what that looks like, the negative self-talk. I think all of us have been there at one point or another. And I still get to that point sometimes, you know, if you've gone through a breakup or you had a shitty experience, it's easy to slip into that pattern, but you've got to remember uh, to get yourself out of it as quickly as you fall into it. So abundance mindset. Let's take, for example, two different people. They have the same set of circumstances. So the scarcity mindset individual, like I said, they have debt and they have had partners that cheat on them in the past, but they're continuing to view their life through that lens, right? Of affirming to themselves that like, I'm in debt, I can't afford my bills, X, Y, Z, and I'm not ever going to be able to attract a good partner. So they kind of go about their life on this trajectory, right? And they have that mindset. Person B, for example, has the same set of circumstances, the same situation. They are also experiencing debt and they've also been cheated on in the past. The difference between the scarcity mindset and the abundance mindset is how this individual is choosing to respond to the circumstances that they have been given. So for example, our individual A who has the scarcity mindset is affirming to themselves that that's their reality and that's their state of being and that's what it's going to continue to be because that's what it's always been in the past. So it would make sense for it to continue to be that way. What the abundance mindset person does differently is it all in their choices, right? Of how they are responding to the situation. Sure, they could be in debt, but they're not going to focus all of their energy and say to themselves, I'm in debt, right? Those two powerful words, I am. They're going to reframe that mindset and they're going to focus on different things. And the way that you go about doing that is through gratitude, That's like the first step to manifesting that I would suggest to anyone is that gratitude is the vehicle to leaning into that abundance mindset. So rather than dwelling on the things that don't work out for them and sort of crying over the spilt milk, so to speak, they're expressing gratitude for the things that they do have in their life. So again, person B, they've got debt, but what are they doing? Not dwelling on it. They're being thankful for the money that they do have, for the things that they do have, They're grateful for the self-growth that they've experienced in those past relationships that have maybe led them to trauma or led them to limiting beliefs about themselves. There's such a key difference here. And that gratitude, you may not see it overnight, but slowly over time, person A and person B are going to kind of split apart like train tracks splitting apart. Person A, ooh, person A is going to continue to go on that negative path, right, of limiting beliefs. And they're just going to continue to experience the same reality over and over again. It's like that saying goes, the pattern will keep repeating until the lesson is learned. They're going to just continue to experience that. But person B, because they've shifted their mindset, not only their mindset, but they've also shifted to a lens of gratitude, they're going to continue to seek out experiences that meet and match the frequency of the gratitude. So instead of you know, dwelling over the fact that they don't have enough money in the bank, they're grateful for what they do have. And therefore that energy and that frequency of the gratitude is going to continue to attract to them more gratitude, more abundance. Or if they view those failed relationships, like I said, through a lens of learning about themselves or continuing to kind of see maybe a pattern that they've had in their life, they can consciously decide to break that pattern and say, you know what, that's done. I am going to be calling someone into my life that meets this criteria of what I'm looking for. And I'm going to invest in myself and work on myself and heal this trauma so that I can move past that pattern and actually call someone into my life that I really want to. So think about in your life, if there is any situation that you've found yourself in, and and this is going to require brutal honesty with yourself, right? Of if there's any situation that you've had where you've fallen into that scarcity mindset and how can you flip it to an abundance mindset? I will share with you guys, uh, just as an example, okay, we're all human. I am not, you know, 
uh, going to sit here and say that I've never experienced it. I have certainly experienced a scarcity mindset in my life, and I have found for myself that I experienced that scarcity mindset uh, mostly with relationships, uh, just because of experiences that I've had in the past. And it requires a lot of sitting with yourself and shadow work and kind of unraveling that to to heal through it and shadow work is an entirely different rabbit hole I think I've done a few episodes on shadow work in the past so if you want to check those out I will try to link them in the show notes below or in the description wherever you're listening and watching Um, but shadow work is another really good way of kind of working through those emotions because you don't want to just suppress it right if it's if it's a thought pattern that has been wired into your head and into your way of being for like 10 20 years You can't just like say, oh, I'm going to have an abundance mindset overnight and like my life is going to change. It's going to require work for you to sit through that and to give yourself grace to transition into kind of reframing how you view yourself. And this change does not happen overnight. It requires a lot of time. And you know what? Don't beat yourself up for it. Like if you're someone who's had really negative self-talk your entire life, it's going to feel so foreign for you to all of a sudden be saying these positive affirmations. You have to give yourself time and you have to give your body and your brain uh, time to rewire, right? Neuroplasticity. It takes, a lot of people have said it takes about 30 days for our bodies and our brains to adjust to a new habit. So if you stick with this consistently for like 30 days, you will absolutely see a change and you will start to feel an energetic and a vibrational change. Um, So I hope that that kind of makes sense, at least leading into this. I know that this explanation of manifesting is kind of all over the map, but I'm trying to relay to you what I what I would say really helps at the start of this if you if you are not someone that um, really understands all of this. And, you know, to add on to that, if you might be asking yourself, like, well, why is it important to have an abundance mindset? Why does that even matter? I mean, I thought that things are just the way they are. We don't really have any control over it. That's not true. That's probably an assumption that you've been led to believe by someone outside of yourself, either through societal indoctrination or just uh, belief systems, how they indoctrinate you to think. Uh, But it's not true. You're a very powerful creator of your own reality, like I said, through your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions. Um, And I think the biggest thing here that goes along with the abundance mindset is giving yourself permission to feel the positive emotions and the positive energy of what you're trying to manifest and attract before it comes into your life. That is the key to this, because if you're operating from that scarcity mindset, you're also going to be operating from the emotions of scarcity. And this is why gratitude is such a powerful way to bridge the gap between where you are now and where you're trying to go, because gratitude is one of those really awesome things that just allows you to feel really good in the present moment, right? It's like, think right now, five things that you're grateful for. And they they can be big, they can be small, like be grateful that you can breathe, be grateful that you can watch or listen to this podcast right now. Little things like that will elevate your energy and your frequency. That's why gratitude is such a powerful catalyst to getting to you to where you want to go. Um, you know, it's so powerful. It's like stop focusing stop focusing on where you aren't yet and start focusing on allowing yourself to feel good in the present moment because The other big part of manifestation that I think it's a little bit misconstrued sometimes is that people feel like it's so future focused, right? Of like, oh, well, I'm I'm going to feel this abundance mindset and I've got this really amazing goal that I'm working towards and I'm so excited to be working towards it. But what can sometimes happen, and this is a slippery slope that I've been down and I felt this in the start of my manifestation journey, is you get so far removed from the present moment because you become so fixated on what you're trying to manifest. 
But presence is a superpower. The more present that you can be in your daily life, and the more that you can show up for the really little things that might seem mundane with like intention and gratitude and grace, that will change the game for you. It's like you've got to give yourself permission to feel what you're wanting to attract before it comes to you because it's like the energy and the frequency is what's really doing the work of what's going to call it into your life. And you can go through those positive affirmations. You can go through saying to yourself, you know, from abundance for uh, from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, you can do those positive affirmations. But if you're really deep down feeling still that scarcity and you're still kind of feeling that feeling of like not having enough and being unworthy, then no matter what you're doing on the outside, it's it's going to be a lot harder for you to manifest your ideal reality. So my advice would be whatever you need to do to allow yourself to feel those elevated emotions of the reality that you want to experience, like do it. Like I said, gratitude is an amazing practice and a lot of people swear by it. I swear by it. I have a gratitude practice. Um, there's a couple other methods here that I want to get into now because I think we've kind of explained overall what... Uh, what manifesting is. So I want to share with you a few methods that I find to be really powerful. If you're just starting out with manifesting, you don't have to have any transcendental meditation experiences. You don't need to be, uh, you don't need any like financial resources to do these either. Usually these are things that you can do, uh, for free for the most part. And, uh, they will be things that will help you get, uh, to where you're trying to go. So let's just get into it. The first one that I want to talk about, I already kind of touched on, I think is a gratitude practice. Like I said, um, now this doesn't have to be complicated. You can do this every single day. You can do this in your head. You can write it down. My suggestion would be to just start with five things every day that you're grateful for. And running water, for example, having a roof over your head. There's so many people that don't even have that. So if you have to start at like a place of like, even just being alive, Feel the gratitude for that, right? You have another day. You've got another shot. It doesn't have to be something crazy that you have to be thankful you got like a luxury mansion or a fancy car or whatever. Find the little things in your life to be grateful for. It might be hard for you. Like I said, if you're somebody who's been stuck in a really negative mindset for a long time, it might be a lot a lot harder for you to kind of dig through and find something to be grateful for. But I guarantee you, you will find something. If you're just starting out with this, I would suggest keeping track of it if you can, even if it's just like once a week to journal down what you're grateful for. But at the very least in your head, when you wake up in the morning, I suggest doing it in the morning too, because that kind of sets your vibe and your energy for the day. If you're starting the day from a place of gratitude, you're probably going to have a pretty good day. So first thing when you wake up, you know, you make your coffee, whatever your little morning routine is. Think of five things you're grateful for. I do that every day, even if it's just in my head. You can say it out loud to yourself. Who cares if anyone's listening to you? (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter. Just do what you got to do to tap into that frequency of gratitude. So that's the first uh, method that I would suggest to you. Second method I would suggest is a visualization exercise. Now, this is really powerful, especially if you're just starting out with manifesting and you really want to connect to, uh, you know, creating your reality. So... Let's say, hypothetical example, you have something that you're wanting to manifest, like a car. I'm going to use this example. They've used this in the documentary, The Secret, so I, would, I want to give credit to that. That's the documentary that I was first um, introduced to the Law of Attraction through, so I will also try to link that in the show notes for anybody who hasn't seen that yet. It's a great documentary. It's been around for a while now. I saw that back in 2013, and I think it had already been around for a few years, so I'm going to steal their example here, uh, which is a car. So... If you want to do a visualization exercise for this, you can sit down, you can lie down, close your eyes, 
and visualize the interior of the car. Now, my favorite way of partaking in a visualization exercise is connecting all of my senses to the experience because it makes it that much more visceral and it makes it feel that much more real. So for example, you're sitting inside that car. Think of holding the steering wheel. How does that steering wheel feel in your hands? How does your butt feel sitting in the chair? How does the engine sound? How does the music sound playing over the speakers? How does the air conditioning feel as it's hitting your face? How does the piece of gum taste that you're chewing while you're driving? Like connect all of your senses to that experience and it becomes so immersive, right? It's like you're going through that visualization exercise and it feels, tastes, smells, sounds like you are actually there in that car driving. Now, the reason visualization exercises are so powerful is because our subconscious mind, it doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's a visualization in that instance. So your subconscious mind thinks that you've already done that. And this isn't just woo-woo. This isn't just nonsense that's, you know, whatever. Mental rehearsal is a real thing. If you look into sports and athletes, so many Olympic athletes mentally rehearse their event in their head before they do it. And I think I'd have to find the study that did this, but they had them hooked up to certain machines that showed that even as they were doing the mental rehearsal exercise of whatever their sporting event was, if it was like swimming, running a certain distance on the track, their body was like acting as if it was actually doing it. And so it really helps with the success of athletes in doing their competition, doing their event when it comes time to do it, because in their minds, they've already been there and their subconscious mind thinks they've already done it. They've already crushed it. So try that out for yourself, whatever you're trying to visualize. Um, If it's a relationship, you know, same thing. Use your five senses, get creative with it, have fun with it. Like when you visualize, you should be having the best time ever because it should feel so awesome to just like be in that moment and feel as if you've already got that thing. Have fun with it. Uh, Like I said, I like to connect my five senses with it. You can do it either sitting up, you can do it laying down. I personally like doing it laying down. I like doing it either right before bed or in the morning because that's when your brain waves are at a more, mm, what's the word for it? More um, susceptible state. I don't want to use that word because it has a negative connotation, but your brain waves are at a more suggestible state uh, to allow it to kind of permeate into your subconscious mind more than it's an experience that you've had. So visualization is a great tool. Uh, I absolutely love it. Other thing I would suggest is meditation. I think meditation can be absolutely transformative. It has changed my life for sure. Um, for a few reasons. I think meditation is just a great way to calm your mind, to calm your body, uh, to connect with your body, to ground yourself, to connect with your breath, to reduce anxiety. I know for me, meditation is something that allows me to feel a lot less reactionary in my life, a lot more grateful, a lot more connected and grounded and present. And again, it's not something that you need to be an expert at, you know, to start off with. The easiest way to start with a meditation practice is to just connect with your breathing, like be aware, right? It's becoming aware of yourself and connecting to yourself. Body scans are another great way to do that. There's tons of free meditations on YouTube that you can do that can connect you to your body, connect you to your senses, and they just leave more capacity for gratitude, more capacity for coherence, more capacity for just really appreciating the present moment as well. Meditation is a great way for rooting yourself in the present moment and being okay with everything that the present moment entails. So if you're somebody that likes meditation, there's also different meditations that you can do that incorporate visualizations within them. 
uh, certain visualizations that will help you to achieve a goal in the meditation. Um, there's so many different things that you can do with it. If you guys want a more in-depth episode on meditation itself, let me know because I don't think that I've done one now that I'm thinking about it. But meditation is like one of those tools for me that I use almost every single day. I have meditated almost every single day, I would say for the past like three years now. And it's absolutely changed my life. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. The way that I know it's working too is like my Fitbit, I don't have it on now, but when I meditate consistently, I actually see a drop in my resting heart rate, which points to reduced stress levels. And that's another thing that I wanna touch on here too is uh, with manifesting, and raising your vibration and being a more powerful powerful manifester if you can find ways to reduce stress in your life that in itself is going to help you elevate your energy and your frequency when we have lower cortisol levels we're more able to focus on the things that we're grateful for and we're more powerful at calling those experiences into our lives so stress management is a huge part of that kind of goes along with meditation if you can find a way to step away from the anger and the resentment the reactionary nature right of like the way I, I, I explain meditation to people is like before meditation, if you're in traffic, you're flipping people off and yelling at them. After meditation, you're in traffic, you're like, it's okay. There's nothing I can do about this situation to change it. I'm just might as well make the most of it. So meditation, absolutely super important. Uh, we've already been over gratitude practice. Vision boards. This is another one I love. I have a vision board up in my little studio here and, um, it's always just like fun to look at. So vision boards are really fun. There's a couple different ways that you can do them. You can do a tangible vision board like I have here. Uh, you can do one on your phone background or you can do one on your laptop background. And basically what a vision board is, is it's just a compilation of a bunch of images that represent what you're trying to manifest, right? The reality that you want. It could have words on it. My vision board has a lot, a lot of words on it now that I'm looking at it. Um, it could be pictures of like the kind of house that you want, the car you want. You could Photoshop a picture of your bank account with a certain amount of money in it. I've done that. You can Photoshop your social media handle with a certain follower count on it. You can find pictures of like the type of wedding that you want. Um, the car you want, like I said, the career you want, whatever it is that you want, just make like a nice collage of it, have all those different images, all those different words. Maybe there's like certain words that you want to have on it, like experiences, like adventure, travel, whatever it is that you want, right? You are the creator of your life. So have fun with the vision board. Um, my suggestion, I got a couple suggestions in terms of if you're trying to do this, I will go over the tangible one first. Um, what I did is I just went to the store and I got a bunch of magazines and I would clip out like words that I like, um, pictures of things that I like, like certain houses, interior design things, fashion choices, like clothes, uh, that I would like to wear. You can also just print, print, print out pictures, you know, from Google images and kind of just like slap them all together. All you need is a glue stick for that. Uh, it's not free. I know I mentioned earlier in this episode, everything is free, but it's like relatively inexpensive in terms of the investment you're making in yourself if you want to hold yourself accountable and just stay motivated and feel really good about what you're working towards. The other thing you can do too is for your laptop background and also for your uh, phone background, you can use this website called Canva. I'm not sponsored by them. Wish I was. Um, but Canva is totally free and it's a really great tool for making collages and just kind of like putting images and words together. So you can format that for your desktop, uh, for your laptop. And you can also do that over uh, for your phone. 
And um, for that, you can just use literally any image from the internet. You can use uh, Pinterest. I love Pinterest for like making vision boards for my laptop and stuff. Um, and that's a lot of fun. It's fun to just like look at it. And if it's on your phone and if it's on your, um, what's it called? Your laptop, you see it, you know, most of the time. You're not consciously really paying attention to it. Uh, but you're seeing it a lot, which is kind of affirming it to you. And that's going to lead me into my last method for you guys that I have found is the absolute most powerful manifesting method in the eight years plus that I have studied the law of attraction and manifesting. And that is the mirror method. Now, I don't want to like trademark this, but this particular method, I haven't heard anybody else speak about, and it's something that I've spoken about a lot over on TikTok. A lot of you guys have told me some of your success stories with it as well. So I'm going to go ahead and share with you what that method is uh, today. So mirror method, it's not as woo-woo, it's not as witchy as it sounds. A lot of people, when they hear that, kind of get spooked and they think, oh, mirrors are portals, you're summoning spirits. That is not what this is, okay? I, I don't know what other people online are saying about what they're doing with mirrors, but I am here to share with you what I use uh, with this mirror method. So it's really simple. All you need is a mirror, a pen, a piece of paper, any kind of paper, any kind of pen. You can also actually use like a dry erase marker and write directly on the mirror. It totally erases. There's no uh, problem with it coming off. But basically what you're going to do is uh, scripting, which is another method of manifestation. But this is kind of combining scripting with the mirror. So if you're not familiar with what scripting is, it's basically writing your manifestations, what you're looking to manifest in the present tense as if it's already happened or the past tense as if it's already happened. So what I like to do is when I'm writing out these uh, this scripting, you know, for the mirror method, go through each area of your life as you're going down that list. You can do a couple of things for health goals that you have. Then you can do a couple for family and relationships. Then you can do some for career. Um, whatever area of your life, travel, if you have some travel goals. So what I'll do is I'll sit down, you know, I'll take some time to kind of make a sacred space for myself. I'll make sure I'm not stressed when I'm doing this. I'll make sure I'm feeling good. Light a candle. You can get some crystals around you if, the, if you're into that. Um, you can meditate before if you want to do that. I like to just set aside like time and, um, and a nice sort of Zen vibe when I'm ready to do this. So you'll sit down. What I do is I write out, you know, each thing as if it's in the present tense, or like I said, the past tense as if it's already happened. And I go through each category and I really take my time to think about what I want. I kind of take, you know, a few moments to do like inventory of my life before I write this down and say, okay, what am I working towards? What am I looking to call into my life? And so for example, uh, I'll give you a health goal example right now. So you could say, thank you. This is how I start at the top, by the way. I'll say, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, universe, source, creator, whatever it is that you identify with, higher power. It's very important to uh, express gratitude to a higher power, higher power. I'll say that. I'll say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so happy and grateful now that, and I'm going to give you an example here. I ran a half marathon at Disney World and I had the best time ever and I was so impressed with the time that I had and I made amazing friends during that experience. So see how I worded that like as if it's already happened and I've connected emotion to it as well. So I'm saying I've ran the half marathon at Disney World, made amazing friends. I was so blown away with the time that I had and I had the best time ever. So that's an example. So you can do stuff like that for each category of your, of your life, like I said. So once you've done each category, what you're going to do is go over to your mirror, go ahead and tape it up on the mirror. I just take like scotch tape, put it on the back and um, tape it up onto the mirror and 
then what you're going to do is read those affirmations and the scripting that you've written over there as you are looking at your reflection in the mirror and allow yourself to feel the elevated emotions as if the experience has already happened. So you're going to go through that whole list. I'm going to, if I was doing this, for example, I'd be looking at myself in the mirror and saying, thank you. I'm so happy and grateful. I ran the half marathon at Disney. I felt so good. And I'm just going to allow myself to feel those elevated emotions, right? Go through every single line item on that list really feel that gratitude, feel that elevated emotion that you would feel as if it's already happened, right? Like give yourself permission to feel it now. Don't wait for it to come to you. Give yourself permission to feel it. Go through that entire list. Once you've done it, that's it. You can say thank you and go on with your day. Now, there's a few reasons why this method is so powerful. The first reason is that it's connecting your reflection to your subconscious mind. So every time you walk past that mirror, even if you're not consciously paying attention to it, your subconscious mind is picking up on all of those affirmations and scripting that you have written out on that piece of paper and connecting it to your reflection, connecting it to your identity, and thus connecting it to who you are. So every time you're even like around that mirror, even if you're not thinking about it, you're associating it with all of those things that you had written down on it. The other reason that I think this method is really powerful is that you're not festering over it. It's a set it and forget it thing. You can do it once a week. I like to usually read it once a week and then I'll change out the sheet of paper once a month, uh, depending on how quickly things come into fruition and depending also on how you write it. If you write it directly on the mirror, you can kind of just erase things as they come into fruition and rewrite things. It's totally up to you. There's really no set criteria for it. Uh, But the reason that I find it so powerful is that you're not festering over what you're trying to manifest, like sitting there every day saying, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Ooh, I don't know. Um, That's like one of the biggest mistakes you could possibly make with trying to manifest is festering. And I can do a whole nother episode on that. That's a tangent in itself. Uh, I think I have done an episode on uh, manifesting mistakes, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, So remember, with this method, just allow yourself to fear that and then go about your day. Like... Your subconscious mind is what's really running the show and that's what's going to be doing the work for you. Now, I will add a disclaimer here with this stuff that nothing that I have shared with you here is a magic pill. There's nothing here that's going to manifest you dating Harry Styles overnight, right? Like that's not how this works. Uh, With manifesting and the law of attraction, think of it as a tool and as a cheat code for you to be able to elevate your experience. What a lot of people won't say and and what kind of annoys me with like the spiritual community on TikTok in particular is that so many people are giving out kind of this half-assed advice in terms of how manifesting works of like put your crush's name in your underwear overnight and then wake up and he'll text send you a text. Like that's that's not what any of this is about and it kind of frustrates me because I think it gives a bad rap and a bad name to people who are actually trying to share how manifesting works and actually trying to teach people about the law of attraction and energy and frequency and vibration and those kind of cheat codes aren't really what the answer is. So I'll be the first person to tell you that, yes, manifestation works. Yes, the law of attraction works. But you also have to show up and you also have to put in the work. That's not to say that you fester over what you're trying to manifest or you dwell on where you aren't yet. That means that you're setting intentions every single day to work towards what you're trying to work towards. There's no way, I mean, it would be so cool, don't get me wrong, but there's no way that you can just sit on your couch and like poof, a Tesla is going to appear in your driveway, 
right? Obviously, we have to work towards that. We have to be showing up in some way. So there has to be an alignment between your actions and your intentions and what you're trying to manifest. So uh, don't be discouraged with that. I think it's just real raw advice that like people need to hear that like, yes, manifesting is powerful, but you're also going to have to show up and you're also going to have to contribute and do some work and have intentions each day to like be present or to do one thing each day that's going to get you closer to your goal. For example, one of my manifestations that I wrote on my mirror manifesting last year was that this was December of 2022. I was like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have 50,000 followers on TikTok. That was my goal for 2023. And I reached that goal. Now, I didn't just get that from like writing that on a mirror and sitting back and sitting on my ass and not making any content. I worked very hard to get there, but I also trusted the process. I had full faith. I knew that it was going to happen. I knew that I was going to get to that goal and I trusted and I worked for it. Um, So just remember that with all of this stuff, uh, you do have to like show up for yourself and you do have to trust. I think that's the biggest thing with manifestation in general. And the final piece of advice I will leave you guys with is just to have total unapologetic faith and total wholehearted faith that you will get to where you're trying to go and just trust, right? Total trust in God, in the universe, the creator, like I said, whatever higher power um, you, you believe in. Have full faith, have full trust that like that higher power has got you. You're going to make it. You will get there, right? It's unwavering faith. You've got to trust. You've just got to trust. Even if there might be challenges along the way, even if things might not be panning out exactly how you thought they were going to, you have to trust that you will ultimately get to that end destination, right? It's like, think about if somebody manifests, you know, that they want to like go to California or something. Even if you have a, a picture in your mind of like, oh, I'm going to be getting there by a, a, an airplane, but you actually wind up getting there by a car instead, it's like, mm, well, it's not exactly how I thought I was going to get there, but I did actually get there. You know, have trust in yourself, have trust in that higher power, have trust in the process and, uh, you know, stay faithful, stay faithful in that. That's where the gratitude comes in. That's where it all comes in. And um, manifesting is a beautiful is a beautiful thing, and it should make you feel elevated. It should feel good for you. It shouldn't ever feel like a chore. It shouldn't ever feel like something that goes against uh, what your belief system is. You know, I think uh, this is another rabbit hole, but I think some uh, schools of thought will lead people to believe that manifestation is evil, um, and it's not. I'm not here to kind of shame anybody that believes that, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves because. The basic premise of manifestation is just that you're a powerful creator of your own reality. And to me, there's nothing inherently evil about expressing gratitude or setting daily intentions or showing up for yourself in the best way possible. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think it's it's a beautiful gift to lean into your abilities uh, to create your reality. So I certainly hope that this helped. I know it was kind of all over the place, but it's kind of just me speaking from my heart, like with what I've learned along my my journey. I've made so many manifesting mistakes. If you guys want me to talk about that more, let me know. But I have literally made every common mistake that you could possibly make with manifesting. And I've tried to learn from them. And I've tried to kind of um, continue to grow and continue to expand my knowledge to this day. Every day, I'm seeking more knowledge. Um, I, there's probably so much that I still don't know. I'm sure there there obviously is still so much that I don't know. But I'm just sharing from my experience. And I certainly hope that this helped. 
Um, So that is it, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. It really means the world to me to have your support. Uh, You can subscribe over on YouTube. I do videos of the podcast over on YouTube, and I also post some vlogs and some other content over there. So uh, be sure to follow there as well. If you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok yet, at I'm Haley Noel, um, follow me on there. Over on TikTok is where I post the most. I post manifesting mindset, spiritual stuff almost every single day. Uh, So be sure to go ahead and check that out. But yes, I am wishing you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, peace, love, joy, and opportunity, and have the best time ever manifesting. Seriously, have the best time ever. And if you want uh, to you know, share with me your success stories. I would love to hear your success stories. Um, You can go ahead and shoot me a message over on Instagram. I respond to DMs over there. I would love to hear if you have a success story uh, with manifesting or with any of the methods uh, that I've mentioned here today. But that is it, my loves. Have an amazing day, week, month, year, rest of your life. And I will see you next time. Bye.